This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And a pleasant good evening to everyone and welcome to the Saints Hour. As you just heard, Bobby Bear, Steve Geller, Mike Hoss. We'll have Jeff Nowak join us from Saints Training Camp and also we'll talk to former Saints legend Hall of Famer Morton Anderson a little later on this edition of the Saints Hour, brought to you by Bullseye, the official tailgate of the New Orleans Saints. No longer a special training camp edition. We are in football season because today was a big one. Uh, the reduction of the roster from 90 to 53, first time that's ever happened because we've never gone from 90 to 53. This was the first year, though, I think, of all the things the NFL has done, this is staying. They're not going back yeah, to yeah, any, the, 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 anything the, different. The, I know the teams might not lock it. They're right. going to pay more money, but they're not but, going back. Uh, but no, uh, because uh, you're dealing with injuries and you got to have practices. I mean, uh, all of a sudden, like two weeks ago, if they'd have cut it to, let's say, 75, well, you still got to practice and you need hmm. players. So to me, uh, nah, there's a lot on their plate, all the organizations. Uh, and you don't have you don't have enough hours in a day, but to go from ninety to fifty three, I think this is the right approach. And then tomorrow they will add sixteen more, so it's really you, know, you really get from fifty three to sixty nine players, so from ninety to seventy. There are about twenty guys that were that are not going to be on this roster at least initially, and clearly, at least for me, was. And I know you guys just finished the hour talking about it, but it was the trade of Will Lutz uh, to Denver for a seventh-rounder. So the Sean Payton giveaway keeps coming from a draft standpoint. They get a second-rounder next year, I believe, in 24, and a seventh-rounder and give away a third-rounder. So uh, for the Sean Payton trade that came this year. So that is going to be interesting. They both had good preseasons. If you talk about groupie yeah. uh, and Will Lutz, they just had, they, they, well, well, no well, one well, kicked well, anything uh, in the forties. Well, 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 I never witnessed this, uh, that, and I've done this since, uh, on the radio, even before I played, even when I played in the early eighties, I have never witnessed that, uh, competition between punters and kickers. And you have four guys and they all NFL level. In other words, we had two punters and two kickers, and they all could play at the NFL level. Now, where do you end up and what team you kicking or punting for? I mean, uh, to me. So, to me, now, now Blake Groupie's a virgin. Uh, I mean, he got to go do it and, and make it actually NFL games. But his potential in the competition, he's right there with Will Lutz. I don't know what he's going to do against the Titans, but if he has a game-winning kick, you got to make it. The same thing, uh, flipping the field, field position, hitting yardage. Uh, we all know what Thomas Morstead did uh, 
year in and year out. And he was let go today. And and by the Jets, but he's like he's played, but he's played like fifteen years now. Whatever. <laughs> and, and he'll play again. He'll right? play Definitely. again. Somebody yeah. assigned him this year. Yeah, supply and demand. We know he's in shape. I, I, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you look at that, and and like uh, Blake Gilligan in the beating up uh, Marstead, and then you look at uh, what it came out because when 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 you look okay, uh, Blake Gilligan now. Uh, he hopes he has a Thomas Moore State career. This is only his fourth year. So it's like always what have you done for me lately, and you can't shank punts. You got to uh, be able to place the ball. Used to be old school inside the 20, but now you got to do it inside the 10-yard line. Whether you do an Aussie kick, where uh, a punt where it looks like a kickoff at the backspin instead of a spiral, and all that, how you control the ball. But that's just uh, the day and age we live in. And look at Lou Headley. Like you said, he's a rookie, but he's 30 years of age. So uh, the bottom line is I think. But he's still a 30-year-old virgin then, an NFL virgin. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So I think Will Lutz, Blake Gilligan, Blake Groupie, and Lou Headley, they all have success. Uh, I think when the season's going to unfold, you know, we're going 2023. Put it this way. Okay, 2024. I'd be surprised if if these guys aren't uh, kicking or punting for some NFL team. I'm even looking beyond this year because I think they're that good. Now, uh, there was one reason, you know, we, we talk about the consistency, like snap, hold, kick. Right. I mean, uh, didn't we just give a, a pretty good damn contract to Zach Wood, the seven-year veteran out of SMU? Because you know why? When you snap in the ball, it's like you can't all of a sudden snap it like uh, 98 out of 100 was uh, awesome. And then you have two bad snaps? Nope. Uh, nope. You got to be 100 out of 100. You know, you think like, well, no, that's what they demand. If you, Whether you deep snap it for a punt, extra point, field goal. Because we never talk about that guy. We never talk about like, uh, like who Zach Wood. When we talk about Zach Wood, man, was that a terrible snap? That's the only time you ever right, talk you about them. Yeah. You, you only do it twice. <laughs> yeah, right. Because here's the thing. I, here's the thing about long snappers. You either got one or you don't. Or you're looking for one. And if you don't, <laughs> if you got one, you probably don't even know his name. No, you take it But if granted. you don't got one, you daggone well know it. Without a and doubt. And so, perfect, I mean, you know, John Weeks, perfect example. They're playing Houston. And I think Zach Wood's record is unbelievable, like 105 straight games, every snap. Because again, you don't get to mess up one or two. You got, you yeah. might get one. No, you're like a robot. Right. Weeks was a free agent pickup in 2010, the year the Saints won the Super Bowl. Every snap, every game with Houston, 220. He's in his 14th year of snapping. He's like a machine. Right. And I, I'm hey, going to get banged up. I'm going to ask Morton. I'm just curious. Like at some point. Does a long snapper get into the Hall of Fame? This guy's done everything you have asked me to do to perfectly. To perfection. Now, you know, you know, you only touch it 18 times or, you know, eight, nine times a game. But guess what? <laughs> you better be perfect eight or nine times a game every game. No, you can't uh, snap it over the punter's head or you can't bounce him one or you off to the side and then the, uh, the holder didn't handle it. That caused you to miss a kick. No, you take for granted. You truly, as fans, and I think even organizations, you kind of take that for granted. That the snap, oh, no, we're going to snap it perfect. And then, obviously, you got to feel the ball. You want the hole to be nice. And then the kicker to follow through and be able to make it like high 80s, 
Uh, you never could be 100%, but at least high 80s. And that's one thing that hindered uh, Will Lutz last year because uh, now we know he was coming off the injury, but uh, he only converted. It was a career low 74% of his field goal attempts. Four of eight from 40 to 49. He had a better percentage from 50-plus, four of six, than he did from 40 to 49. Okay, 40 to 49, Hoss. You said he was four of eight. Four of he eight. needed to be like seven of eight. Right, that's with the money right there. Your no, money No, you got to be like seven of eight. Now, uh, under 40 yards, you got to be like 100%. Um, is that highly competitive, what it takes from a kid? Because that's whether you win or lose. But do we, Steve, you remember, do we not forget 2021 when he wasn't around? The Saints had four, they started four kickers. Nobody started as many kickers as the Saints did. And by the way, one of the guys that Denver released when they got Will Lutz, Brett Maher. He was one of those guys in 2021. Yeah. So the Saints opening opponent, Tennessee, they signed Nick Foles today in a trade from New England. 2019, he's been with the Patriots. He is 108 of 121 on field goals. He has not missed inside 40 yards since 2019. So he comes to the Titans, who've had 10 kickers during that time frame. Well, the, so the, the, I don't want to see no Nick Foles, you know, Nick Foles, Nick Folk. Uh, you know, yeah. come in and do something you know big well, on well, us. Well, but Hoss, that's why he still has opportunities in a job because of that number, because that consistency. Well, at least we were worried that uh, Blake Groupie would end up you know signing with the Titans right, if they were going to let go. We did think we we talked about that. So at least know? that's not going to happen Nick in Falk. that scenario. Right. <laughs> Got to take a break. It is the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, Steve Geller, and the legendary Bobby Abear back after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. The Saints today making their cuts I would assume that Dennis would also give them a couple of days. I don't know their weekly schedule. Give them a few days off, or maybe it's this weekend. I know by the time they hit next week, they want it to be kind of a normal week. So they'll probably practice this week, and then have to take a few days off this weekend. Yeah, I do know they practice today, tomorrow, and Thursday. I don't know anything about Friday right now. Yeah, my thought was that because I know they want to, when they hit game week, it needs to be game week. Like, they'll they'll be off Tuesday. Like, it'll be weird because they'll like right. probably have a couple of days off on, on Monday, or, you know, this weekend. But typically – uh, that's what they've done. And really, you know, I mean, there were some surprises today. It all kind of happened throughout the day. I guess really when you look at 
the next 16 and hmm. and some can be picked up right away you know these 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 young guys um did like can Jalen Smith can he will he you know will he come back can can Shaq Davis get through waivers right um they think they they thought a lot of Shaq Davis they paid Shaq Davis just hmm. under what they paid Rashid Shaheed as far as kind of guaranteed money for an undrafted free agent and and they used him. I mean, with Shahid, I, I think the point was to try to hide Shahid, you know, during the training camp, and he was injured last year. But I'm, I'll be interested to see kind of what this 16 looks like. Yeah, I'm interested to see, too, if a guy like Jalen Smith will end up coming back. It seemed like, you know, on social media he tweeted out blessings and, you know, seemed to be really happy about things. So, to me, there seems at least some kind of understanding that, you know, after the initial 53 – They'll do whatever they have maneuvering they need to do and end up bringing him back on the roster. The one for me today, though, that was the big surprise and kind of shocked that Bradley Roby was just let go. The 10-year vet seemed like a really big, valuable piece to this secondary. I think, and from talking to Deuce, and and what they were wanting to see was how Alante Taylor would play in the slot. And... How he did in the last couple of games. I mean, that that him knocking the ball out the other night was, I mean, but that was a closed fist that he came and timed it perfectly yeah. uh, to knock it out. But I think you know, just in that kind. Well, he's of, gonna get picked on, Hoss. I can tell you right now, he's like you know, we talk about like a virgin. Uh, I, I'm not going against Lattimore, or even Paulson and Debo to skins in the wall. I okay, who is he covering in this slot? You know how you set up game plans. The Titans, they're just going to naturally go after him. And it's nothing against Alante Taylor. You don't think he don't – I feel like he's got that same kind of – I mean, that, he was supposed to play special teams last year. But, yeah, right? but the, the only Came thing – Came in and played way the, more defense. The only thing with Alante Taylor, I think he's highly confident individual player, but more on the outside where Paulson and Debo spot than in the slot. He goes, I'll do whatever the coaches want me to do, but it's not like uh, – uh, I, I got to find this somewhere in my notes because it wasn't overly confident as a nickel defender in the slot. I'll do whatever they asked me to do, but it wasn't like, man, it wasn't like C.D. Deuce to Chauncey Gardner where it's just talking smack. I, I know what I could do. It was kind of like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to try and do this because this is what they want me to do. It's going to help the team, and he might work out unbelievable. That's the only thing, uh, like I look at Bradley Roby, now, this all comes into play. Uh, now, I know he renegotiated his contract. Uh, the, 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 listen, every organization, you cannot tell me, whether it's the Saints or any NFL team, you cannot tell me if you have two players of equal stature and are equal accomplishments where they're at, and, and this is not good, you know, uh, with the union and collective bargaining agreement and all that. If you have an older veteran, Who's played at the NFL level uh, a number of years, but boy, you because you got because of the years of service, you got to pay him this. The NFL, the the teams are always taking the cheaper guy. It's just common sense. Let's say you got a young guy, you ain't paying him anything compared to the veteran. Whether you ch- save a million here, a million there, that all, okay. My understanding, Hoss, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right at this. Just by even trading, okay, Will Lutz. Right. The Saints save like $1.7 million. I guarantee you're not paying Groupie anything. Okay, think about like what Will Lutz and Groupie, bang for your buck. 
You can go through any position, every position, and finances, even though you might say, oh, no, we're always taking the best player. No, you're taking the best player if it's the more expensive player because he's that much better than the young guy. But you got a young guy, you're not paying anything, and they're on the level of that veteran, mm, they're keeping that young guy because, first of all, you got all the years in the future, how you could develop him, and you ain't paying him anything hmm. yet. That, when, the, when the teams say that that doesn't come into play, they're full of crap. Uh, that, that that happens because I've witnessed it uh, on all NFL teams. I'm not, it's not the Saints; it's everybody. Everybody does that. I mean, uh, where the the truth hurts sometimes. Uh, you know, like oh well, uh, you know, do, do we always keep uh, the better player? Yes, they keep the better player. But if it's pretty even, they're gonna take the cheaper player. And that's okay if it works. If it works, if it works. Doubt, Don't I, nobody it works. say anything. If it, if wor- it works. If it works, yeah. The, the, oh, man, the organization knows what they're doing. It is the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Steve Geller and Bobby Abair. We will bring Jeff Nowak into the conversation when we come back. You are listening to Saints Football on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. And I know the a lot of people along the Florida panhandle, Gulf Coast, everybody watching uh, that storm there, so all the best wishes to them because the network goes quite a ways to the east, and we appreciate everybody along the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network for listening, and everybody stay safe because this is that time of year, man. It's just that time of year. It's like this, it's like this great, great football no, season no. begins, and it's also the peak of hurricanes. Well, uh, Hoss, you have high expectations. I mean, for football, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for football, not, not the hurricanes. Uh, you no, know, uh, yeah, for we football, don't want that. Uh, when you look at it. I mean, you might still have a team like the Cardinals, or I think even the Texans. I don't know. They have to think like, uh, boy, can they even have a 500 season? And then I, I said normally, uh, I told Steve this, that you don't normally see, uh, like NBA, like we tank it. We tank it for Caleb Williams. Oh, it's the next Pat Mahomes. Well, it looks like what the Cardinals are doing, they just cut Colt McCoy, and then uh, Kyler Murray's on – what for PUP uh, PUP uh, for four uh, games at least? Man, they either going with Clayton Tune, uh, the rookie out of Houston, or they going with Dobbs? Uh, I mean, uh, so when you look at it, that does occur. But other than that, except uh, I would say most of the teams are optimistic heading into the season. I know as uh, Saints fans right now, I mean, I'm not saying we got to go four no, but why not four no? We got the Titans at home. At Carolina Monday night, we playing a, a quarterback. Is he really clicking? Might not. I'm glad we playing him then. And then you got at Green Bay, you playing Jordan Love, and then you got Tampa Bay Baker Mayfield. So why not be four zero? At least three and one for sure. Let's uh, let's head out to Saints camp. I wanted to get to Jeff Nowak and bring him into the conversation. Jeff, you had a pretty, I would imagine, pretty upbeat locker room today because you had guys that knew. They had secured a spot, and so that must have been uh, pretty neat walking around talking to people. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, the last couple weeks of practice, it's like, okay, a lot of these guys aren't going to be here, you know, in a month. Uh, and it's, it's guys trying to uh, just get better. But, you know, there's you can pretty much cut out the last 10 names on that roster. And, you know, this year you didn't have to make that cut down to 80. So it was especially big today. You had 37 names uh, going going down. And, uh, yeah, everyone in that locker room, especially guys like Isaac Yadam, Ugo Amadi, uh, you know, people who were not, you know, guarantees to make the roster. 
um, they're, they're definitely feeling elated today. What's the scuttlebutt, so to speak, when you kind of look at, and I'm not asking you to name 16, but some of the guys who we anticipate uh, making the, the practice squad uh, tomorrow where they have till 3 o'clock to, to name those 16? I mean, it, it's tough. There's a lot of options. I think Nico Lalos is one that we've seen flash a lot, and he's definitely a candidate. Ellis Merriweather. I would expect to see a John Trey Kirkland on there. I think the bigger question is who's coming back, right? Like who uh, is a Jalen Smith going to get re-signed once they revert Landon Young to IR, for example? I don't think you have a backup right tackle on the roster right now since they cut Storm Norton. So, you know, are you going to bring him back once you move someone to IR? So that's kind of a, an interesting question. Uh, it, there, there's so many options you can go with on the practice squad. One thing that has changed in recent years is you can you have so many spots that you can use on veterans. Like Chris Harris last year was one of those players. And the value is you put him on the practice squad and you can bring him up three times before you have to sign him. So I, I imagine, uh, you know, maybe a Daryl Williams is a guy that you could right. potentially stash on there. But it's it's tough. It, you could you could project any of the cuts today that, to be on the practice squad and and probably yeah. be have a you know fifty percent chance of being right. Well, uh, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff, uh, because uh, one of the leaders on uh, special I'm not special teams uh, in the preseason in tackles was uh, Afrani uh, Orgy. Yeah. Uh, now, um, I mean, you could see his maybe potential. You brought up Ellis Merriweather, then. You know, even smoke money, but then you look at the game he had as far as the number uh, numbers. Uh, Lucas Crow, I would think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because uh, he had success at University of Pittsburgh, and now it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I don't even know. I, uh, Jeff, haven't done enough homework to know who's even the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, tight end. Fryermuth. Uh, uh, was that Fryermuth? Fryermuth. Yep. Uh, but, but you understand what I'm saying? I, I would be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay, if, if I had great success at University of Pittsburgh uh, with, uh, I can't think of his name. Kenny now. Pickett. With Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. That all of a sudden, yeah. oh, I like that Lucas Crow. We need to bring him on board here. So that's just another See, name. And then, uh, obviously, you know, Shaq Davis. Uh, and we brought up Lynn Bowden Jr., where he's at. So uh, I, I think we're going to have one hell of a practice squad that I think guys that could play in the NFL and maybe not on an active roster. Yeah, you know, the the whole Pittsburgh connection thing, I think if Pittsburgh wanted Lucas Kroll, they would have Lucas Kroll right now. But all, all I know is that he had a 100-yard receiving performance on the on, during the only game that anyone could watch on Sunday night. So if you were not aware of Lucas Kroll going into Sunday night, there's a pretty good chance if you were the the type of person who will watch the second half of a preseason game, you came away being like, oh, that guy's pretty good. Right. So I think that, yeah, of all the players they cut today, he's probably the one that I would be on the lookout the most for a waiver claim. Now, there aren't that many waiver claims every year. Like, you, they, we talk about it, like, oh, it's happening all the time. There really aren't that many, uh, especially at the skill position. So a guy like Shaq Davis, I fully expect to be on the practice squad. Um, one thing that I asked Dennis about today, DA about today, was, you know, we, I think it's really difficult for a team to commit to a first-year UDFA, you know, the special specialist notwithstanding, uh, because you look at the roster, not a single position player UDFA made the roster. You look at an Anthony Orgy, you look at Nellis Merriweather, guys who I think did play well, right. but maybe aren't ready. But then you, you had Kirk Merritt, who didn't make the roster last year. He made the roster as a running back 
today. You had Nephi Sewell, who didn't make the roster last year, was on the practice squad, and he made the roster today. So I think, you know, Jawan Johnson is another great example of that. And I just think that's kind of where you're at. You're, you're, you're finding these guys, you're seeing what they have in year one, and then you're developing them on the practice squad throughout the year. And then maybe next year you can bring them back. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think there's, there's going to be a lot of talented players on that practice squad because this is a talented roster. You know, Jeff, the one thing, as, as uh, we let you, uh, I think we might be going to a break or anything, but uh, the one thing, now we know Jalen Smith, the main interested to see what's going to come out with him uh, right. in the future because you can have a 53-man 50, roster today and that could change within 24 or 48 hours. And then you look at September the 10th, who's actually on the roster when that comes about. But I was both fans of both those individuals, uh, that being Nephi Sewell and DeMarco Jackson. And uh, I see, I think they see a lot of promise in Nephi Sewell and also DeMarco Jackson. He's healthy now uh, for the future. So uh, th- that's interesting that they, they have a lot of hope uh, for them, e- even though uh, you look like uh, they are backups. And, and the one thing I, I noted, and if you look at uh, all, all the numbers, okay, what did he do on special teams against the, tackle, uh, against the Texans? And mm-hmm. uh, this is not an opinion. Like Nephi so had two tackles on special teams, unassisted. Uh, De- DeMario Jackson had two tackles, one unassisted and one assisted. So up there with Jordan Houghton, uh, you know, the, the rookie out of Minnesota, he had two tackles. So when you look at special teams, that's why I tell the fans to watch what's happening on special teams and who's contributing. And all of a sudden, you look at Jordan Howell, DeMarco Jackson, and Nephi Sue, they all made the team. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I was trying to prepare people for the idea that Jalen Smith might not make this roster just based on that, that fact alone. When you're a depth player, when you are a backup linebacker, which a guy like Nephi Sewell, you know, he's not starting. He's going to have a role, but he's not starting. That would have been the same case for Jalen Smith. Uh, you know, if you were going to keep Jalen Smith, you were probably going to cut Zach Bond. And Zach Bond has always been a special teams contributor, so that it just doesn't add up. And as much as you want to keep Jalen Smith around, it does come at the expense of that. You also kept Jimmy Graham, a guy who's not really your starter but isn't going to contribute on special teams. You can only have so many of those players. And that's why, you know, a guy like Jordan Howden, who, you know, you're developing at safety, but you can also expect to be that guy on special teams. I watch him have back-to-back punt coverage tackles, solo tackles, where he just got down and took the guy out of his cleats. And that's what you're looking for, especially we saw JT Gray go out with an injury. I don't know how significant that was, but, you know, if you end up being without a guy like JT Gray for any amount of time, those special teams aces are the guys you're looking to develop. So I agree with you. And when you're, when you're looking at those last few roster spots, everyone gets all, all up in arms about why didn't they keep this guy? Why didn't they keep that guy in almost every case? Right. It's because of special teams. Special teams. All right, Jeff. Appreciate it. As always, we will see you this week as the Saints kind of get in their game preparation for the Titans. Thanks a lot. We'll see you this week. All right, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thanks. We will take a break as well. It is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back after this. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. It's better over here. 
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. The Saints and the Titans, noon, Caesar Superdome. As the Saints opened the 2023 season, of course, made their roster reductions today. Dennis Allen talked about it. Nothing really extraordinary, except I know Dennis Allen, he even said it. He goes, man, I can't wait for the regular season so I can stop talking about injuries. <laughs> right? So he can just put out the injury report and go, there you I'm go. done. Right. There you go. I'm not answering anything. You see the injury report? Which leads you, which gives you nothing for the most part. No, I will say uh, though, dealing with Dennis Allen with injuries has been so much more of a treat right. than what Peyton, Sean Peyton in the past was so secretive with it. Dennis, it feels like he's almost giving you too much information now because we're not used to it. Right. He has been very forthcoming, which I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he was talking about Jameis oh. Winston uh, today. It kind of hurt, hurt his wrist during the game. Right. He's kind of day to day. It always seems like everybody. Uh, Irrespective of the injury, this year has been kind of day to day. Well, uh, uh, but Hoss and Steve, let me tell you, and, and, and Saints fans, listen, I think he is that good, uh, but we can't, it's built milk. Uh, we're not going to have Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is not going to be available. He's till, done. He's, uh, he's done from the facility as of now. Right. Until, officially can't can return until week three. Till mm-hmm. October the 1st, we're going to play Tampa Bay. Uh, so that's what I'm telling you. You know, we need to hope for and pray that Jamal Williams. And Kendrew Miller kick ass. I mean, we need them, and I'm talking about running the ball, and then in the pass receiving game, how whether it's a screen play or it's an option route by the back, or even something like uh, like pass protection. You know, it's all of a sudden the Titans are maybe bringing the house, and you got to stay in, or it might be like your assignment. Uh, okay, you got to help Trevor Penning here, off the edge, and you got a chip block. And in a tight ends, because mainly when you help it out an offensive tackle, and they might be struggling, because you can't help them out all the time, and then you are showing your hand. It's like the chess match. You have to chip now and then and try to keep that edge rusher who knows they could kick Trevor Pennings behind. Uh, that you have to keep them off balance. That I might oh might be doing this inside move, outside move to beat Trevor Penning, and then you get that back freaking hit him right in the jaw or the tight end to come down and check him and knock him off balance. But you can't do that all the time. But I'm th- that's why I'm telling you, running backs right now, they're going to have to have outstanding games, Jamal Williams and Kendrew Miller against the Titans. Yep. I'm th- they're going to be that significant to help what we're doing offensively and Derek Carr. You know, we look at the receivers, how the ball's thrown around and all that. But the production from the running back position, whether it's running the ball or catching, catching the ball. it they need or to catch blocking, it. All, all of that, Hoss, yep, all I of agree. that could be significant. All we need is for them to repeat last year. Jamal Williams had 17 touchdowns. Kendra oh, Miller, amen. 17 <laughs> touchdowns. Like They both had 17 touchdowns. The Great Dane, 
Morton Anderson will join us when we come back. You are listening to The Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Well, welcome back to The Saints Hour. My costs, we thank Jeff Nowak as well for joining us from Saints Camp, Steve Geller and Bobby Abair. And we were just kind of talking. It's never what you want and uh, unfortunate, but certainly three games without Alvin Kamara. He is gone from the facility. We still do not have any news on Marcus May. He's had his the criminal aspect, uh, legal aspect taken care of, but not from the league. So that'll be another player whose spot won't count against you. Hey, Hoss, but let me tell you right now, think all the NFL teams and guys that you are counting on. Think about this, Stephen Hoss, that when you think about, isn't Marcus May uh, one of our stud defensive players along with Honey Badger? Okay, you got Marcus May. And all of a sudden, Alvin Kamara did not. Uh, now I don't know if it's going to come about this way, but I think the collective barring agreement uh, that is three games, so they would miss the Titans at Carolina and at Green Bay. And now you could say, well, just bad luck because we've been fortunate with no injuries, but it's right. like an injury. How many teams? But you can could, plan for it. It's yeah, an injury yeah, you can plan, you plan for. Plan for. <laughs> but, but how many teams could say, okay, I'll star. A safety that we're counting on because we want them to grow together and like they did on the back end of the season, Tyron Matthew and Marcus May, eh, but they can't get off to a great start because Marcus May suspended. And then you don't have Alvin Kamara, who's considered one of the best running backs in the National Football League. So that is a hindrance. So that's why, oh, we're going to go 3-0. and uh, I still think we got a great chance to still go 3-0. and but uh, that's a game plan that you're going to count on these guys yeah. when they come back, but they're not available basically the first month of the season. I think the answer is easy on what do you do without Alvin Kamara, obviously Jamal Williams, uh, the young guy Kendry Miller, yeah. but with Marcus May out, who's that guy that steps up? Is it going to be Jordan Howden, the rookie? Oh, and then Hugo then, Amari. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hugo, uh, yeah who, well. who are you going to count on? Uh, uh, Lonnie, the experience? Lonnie, uh, jo- Lonnie Johnson. I thought he played pretty well. Yeah, yeah, they they're gonna have to step up. Yeah, they they, they're gonna have to step up. But I I guarantee, again, like I said, game plan uh, weakest link. Without Marcus May, uh, you know whether you're playing two deep or three deep in coverage, you might attack uh, that safety on the top end and see where they're at in the coverage, and also uh, the nickel corner or the slot. Without even going at Lattimore. In other words, you know, D. Hopkins might be like, man, y'all, y'all got to throw my way. But all of a sudden they might say, well, uh, we're going to get you the ball throughout the season, but the game plan might be a little different if we don't have like a Marcus Me and they don't have uh, the, the experience of a Bradley Roby. Let's see where they're at with those guys they're plugging and playing in and attack them that way. Because the one thing I can tell you right now, that Dennis Allen and the defensive staff, they are not going to let Derrick Henry, uh, Henry run over them. No. Now, that, that might happen, but I know they're going to have a game plan. <laughs> they're going to have a game plan that they don't want that to happen because they know that if that happens, then a trickle-down effect. They don't make Ryan Tannehill and all better. But, but I, I would be surprised right now if all of a sudden Derrick Henry is on the highlight reel after week one that, oh, man, he gashed the Saints. I just don't think it's going to happen. Can't happen. That was a that was a problem last year. <laughs> right. right. We, we, Surprisingly, we, we right. We spoke so much about the pass defense being number two. Right. Right. But the rush defense was twenty third, 
You know, so but the last two years the end, we have not been good run got, defense. And I, you know, we didn't. There were a lot of question marks entering this training camp, not knowing about Colin Sanders, not knowing about Nathan Shepard, not knowing about Brian Brzee, uh really in the middle, and you know, Carl Granderson at at end and Malcolm Roach, I th- some of those guys. But to me, the play of Nathan Shepard and Colin Sanders and Brian Brzee have been far more than I anticipated, far better than I anticipated. Yeah, well, the thing is with Brian Brzee right now, um, I don't think he's ready to be no. like an, an every-down player like uh, Cam Jordan. He's got a heck of a spin move, no, though. No, I, I, <laughs> unbelievable. How quick he was to two spin moves, yeah. uh, that's about a season as good as it gets. No, if it's obvious pass, uh, a passing down, I want him in the game. But you got to have guys doing the dirty work. Uh, And I can tell you with Nathan Shepard, I am pleased with him, Colin Sanders, uh, that, uh, you know, are you occupying blockers so the linebackers could flow? And look, uh, look, uh, DeMario Davis and um, Pete Warner Warner are like tackling machines. You just, uh, listen. Let him run sideline to sideline uh, up front. Don't get knocked back into the linebackers and you uh, gap control and all that. You occupy blockers that, 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 that I, I know will have success. Now, uh, you can't be knocked into the linebackers, but the one thing of what I've watched with Derrick Henry is that that kind of running back, you don't want him all of a sudden going downhill and before you actually get to him, it's already a two-yard gain. Because that son of a gun has fallen forward uh, for uh, uh, four or five, six yards. Get that head of steam going, yards. right. Yes, head of steam, Steve. Or even when he's, let's say he's going in and he's bouncing and out. How you have contained to be disciplined. We've seen him do these stiff arms against these DVs. It's like they just a speed bump. Like, man, get, get out my way. I'm just going to throw you out of the way. Might that's be too why, much of Marshawn Lynch when he did that to the Saints. That's why you got to contain him. And all of a sudden, you want him churning his legs, but he's not really going anywhere. You know what I mean? Get, get, get you know, and it's like, okay, he got two yards. So I take that any day. Okay, it's second and eight or second and seven. Hell yeah, that's a big win for the Saints defense. One more block to go. You're listening to Saints football. It is the Saints Hour with Bobby A. Bear, Steve Geller. I'm Mike Hoss. We're back after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Hour, Mike Hoss, Steve Geller, and Bobby Abair. And I know we teased the great Dane, Morton Anderson, who we just spoke to on the telephone, who is having a little Eastern time zone, Central time zone, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the know, whole thing. So, so we're going we're gonna to have him next week. He's always relevant. So yeah. we want him because, uh, listen, uh, the kicker conversation yeah. will still be relevant next week. That's right. It'll uh, still be previewing uh, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, Titans and, and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get our uh, communication online as far as time zone, Central or Eastern time. For, for Morton, but, so I, I get, we'll talk next week, but he's, he's now secure. And he's the scoring leader, right? But second was Will Lutz. Right. And oh. so Will Lutz was 537 points behind. Amazing for Anderson. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. And in field goals, Morton is still the leader, but Will's second. Morton has 302. Will has 145. So, so in, in theory, Martin would be like, oh, yeah, keep he changing kickers. Untouchable. No, he'd be like, uh, yeah. keep changing kickers every like there's, five or six. There's years. only <laughs> one category that Morton is really not involved in in the record book, and that's PATs. 
because he didn't live in the Drew Brees era. Right, right. right? It's he John Casey, Bobby Garrett Hartley, <laughs> Will Watts. That's wow. right. He had to get, you know, 21-18. He got a couple of chances, you know. It, it, he never it, got it, it, in the PATs. Drew's averaging six TDs a game. Yeah, no. Garrett it, Hartley never just pounding it away. No, uh, with Martin, it'd be more like, okay, we're in field goal range. Uh, don't push the envelope. Uh, we're going to get a field goal. For sure, we're going to get three points. I'm telling you, that, that was the old school Jim Martin thing. Now it's changed. I've probably said this before, but old school used to be, if your defense is worth their salt, uh, you which hold it was like seventeen points or less, and then Coach Mar would say seventeen, off, uh, huh? Seventeen or less, and offensively, can we score twenty three points at least or more? Now I would add a field goal, three three and a half. So it'd be like if you can only give up like nineteen and a half points or twenty points. Man, you got amongst the best defenses. Now you got to score about 27 average. And under Drew Brees and Sean Payton, because I kept this, <laughs> it was like 27 out of 28 over a decade. It was the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady and the Patriots, and the Saints and Drew Brees as far as scoring offenses. And it was 27, 28 and a half points averaging. And we all know that's winning football. Well, look at Will Lutz. I think in 2017, he led the NFL. In extra points. He was 47 of 50. And I think he had 30 this year. He was 30 of 30. Okay. So, in 2017, they had 17 more touchdowns than this team, football team this year. That's seven points a game. That's the difference. Yeah. You're not 7 and 10. Right. You're not 7 and 10. Now, granted, not everybody gets to have the Drew Brees there. But, I mean, they, he kicked extra points for 17 more touchdowns. Uh, than he did this year. Well, That's a big uh, and, difference. And, Hoss, I even think, like, because you see it now, and, and they wanted to make it more adventurous, uh, that being uh, the NFL, that where the extra point is not automatic. Woo. But even though they moved it back, hell yeah, it should be automatic. There were 10, okay. I think 10 of them, and Will was one of them, one of 10, if, if you had like at least 20 or some kicks, that were 100%. But, but you understand what I'm saying? To me, I, I still think if you're an NFL kicker, even though they moved it you're back. You're darn right, it should be automatic. That, that you got to make it. You can't freaking, what, we missed extra point? Listen, uh, it happens. I know it happens. It happens and, a lot, and, baby. And, and, and that's what the NFL wanted. They wanted to wear when they pushed it back where it was not in theory automatic. Oh, I think I, I think it's been good for the game. No, it, it is good. It makes it more. It uh, makes you, it exciting. I mean, I yeah. just think it's good for the because it's not. I mean, if it used yeah. to be touchdown, I ah, go to the yeah, bathroom. No, yeah, I'll go yeah. get something to drink. Exactly. Well, now, now it's not, you not better so hang much. around. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the you know might be a two point conversion attempt too. Somewhere down the record, when you get off. You got to get that chart out. Once you get yeah. off, right? You're like, we got to make up that, you know, that that extra point somewhere. Um, so it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see what will happen tomorrow. But today is just day one. Tomorrow is when they'll make. Right. By no uh, means is this 53 man roster no, set right now. Heck no. No, no. It's like almost just the initial 53. Yes. And then you probably have the 48 to 72 hour 53. Right. And then even before the week of the game, it's another 53. If Mark, if, so, yeah. if you're going to have somebody's going to IR, probably Landon, right? Landon probably to IR. You, Landon if the Young. Marcus, Landon Young. If the Marcus May situation happens, now you got another spot. I mean, you're going to have. The, your practice squad guys are going to be, you know, brought up quickly. What's going to happen with a player like Traquan Smith, who we haven't seen him forever either? Or is he on the PUP list? Or, um, I mean, that, that, that'll be interesting. Uh, uh, you know, so what do you think, like, um, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm a more a Smoke Monday fan uh, than Jonathan Abram, even though uh, he's the fifth-year uh, veteran. Right. If, Neither if, showed much in preseason. Yeah, if Marcus May is not available, um, I mean, uh, you're just going with Howden. Uh, but uh, no. and then, uh, Ugo Amadi. Ugo Amadi and, and then Howden would be the backup. Yeah. That makes sense. So we'll see. So we're just – this is the preview game number one. We'll be with you next Tuesday. Same great channel here on WWL and across the network as we talk Saints football. And next Tuesday, baby – We'll be getting you ready for game one in Caesar Superdome. Thanks for everybody for listening tonight. Thanks to Jeff and Bobby and Steve here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.